Remember when a guy named Tom was your first friend? It's called MySpace.com. It's a place on the internet where teens can socialize with other teens. It was a simpler time. You woke up, took your best high-angle bathroom selfie with your digital camera, bump your ex-best friend from your top eight, and spent the next five hours choosing a new song. It was Cassie, wasn't it? The early days of social media were cringe. But at least it was honest. No bots, no filters that make you look like a sexy cat, and definitely no swaying elections. It was just me and you. This is Peak 2000s, the show that throws it all the way back to our favorite pop culture moments of the aughts. Today, MySpace. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Have you ever wondered what it's like to bite into nerds' gummy clusters? They're fruity. They're tangy. They're gummy. And they're crunchy. Nerds Gummy Clusters, a union of fruity sweet gummy and tangy crunchy nerds. Unleash your senses. Shop now at nerdscandy.com. Hey! I'm your host, Sydney Washington, and here with me is the number one in my top eight, and I better not be her number two. Marie Faustin, everybody! Hi, Sydney. Sydney number three, Washington. Wow, 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 wow. Hey, girl. I'm really, really revved up to talk about this because it was, it was a beautiful time. It was a good time. Can you describe your MySpace page? For me, you know, the background, the color, the songs. My MySpace name, I feel like when I first got a MySpace was Sister Girl or something like that. And then the song was, what's that Mike Jones song? <laughs> like that was like my earliest <laughs> ringtone. So I feel like that might have been on my MySpace. Okay. I definitely had the spinning dollar sign. I want to say there was like a blinged out Tweety Bird. <laughs> Literally, I felt like I was in the Matrix. I was like, my, my eyes are all dry. I'm like, I'm seeing the O's and the ones. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be the background that breaks the internet. And it was like, I would have that up for like three days. And then it was like, it's time to change it again. Yo, I was never satisfied. After all that work, I was like, well, I've got to find another background now. What did your page look like? I think the title of it was Helen of Harlem because it was a spin on Helen of Troy. I was like, people going to think I read, you know? <laughs> I remember having one background where there was like a rose and it looked like it was bleeding. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just too It's like, are you sad? Like, what, are you going through something? Is that the rose that grew from the concrete? I think so. But the background was all black and then the... The rose was, like, bleeding. And then, you know, I had my slutty-ass photos. Yes. I was taking the photo booth photos in just underwear, like a ripped white tank top and then, like, white, <laughs> like, panties. It was, yo, I— Not the ripped white tank top. Not, 
let, let's think about one nice thing, though. One nice thing about MySpace. MySpace really helped propel a lot of people's career in music. You know, there was Kesha. Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I play the top like eight twins on your MySpace. Waka Flocka Flame. Yes, remember Waka? <laughs> yeah. Flocka! And uh, there's Lily Allen. Marie, what's that song you always sing? Lily Allen's song? It's five o'clock in the morning. Yes. <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, and Fall Out Boy. You know I don't know a single Fall Out Boy song. <laughs> well, very excited to really, really dig deeper into my space with our guests today. Alana Levinson is a culture writer and editor whose work has appeared in GQ, Rolling Stone, Wired, Vice, and Mail Magazine. Alana, welcome to Peak 2000s. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk about my favorite era. It was the best of times and it was the worst of times. So this is really going to be what we needed for this for this yeah. day. <laughs> I mean, I say favorite, but also I'm deeply mentally ill. So it's not really representative of it being a great era. Yes, I am unwell as well. Thank you. Great. Uh, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy for this community today. Okay. We come strong. We do. All right. So let's start with a little context. When did MySpace hit peak popularity? Like, tell me the years we're talking about here. So it was most popular from 2005 to 2008, which really sort of just lines up perfectly with the time I was in high school transitioning to early college. So I can say that, you know, I really hit my stride at the same time. It's the social platform. <laughs> and by striding me and embarrass myself. What, what was like the social networking scene like at the time? What other sites was around? Because I was on, I was definitely on AIM. AIM was definitely big at this yeah. time. And I see AOL Instant Messenger is so connected to MySpace in terms of the vibe. Like you would have an away message, at least for me. And I would put like, quotes, like emo quotes. Give us a little line. What would an emo line for you be? Yeah, it would be like a fallout boy lyric. Like sugar we're going down, you know? And then my boyfriend would see that and be like, is she breaking up with me? No. You know? It would be very scary for him. Oh, I did love putting a song lyric in my uh, away message. Right? Also, so, you know, I'm from the Bay Area. The hyphy movement was very big during that time. So it would also be like ghost riding the whip. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> was gonna make, way? whatever was going to make me look really cool, alternative, in touch. Yeah, it was also very hyper local, right? Right. So I would put like local band lyrics. Okay. To show like I'm really in touch with what's happening here. Right. And I think you were you were on other sites like uh, Friendster. You were on there? So Friendster is the first one that I remember being on. And actually, the people that originally made MySpace were inspired by Friendster. Like, they saw Friendster and they were like, oh, we can do this, but better. And then they made their own site. I'm not gonna, you know, I don't want to disrespect the Friendster community, <laughs> all five of them that are still living. But I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember it being very complex. Like, it was super boring, right? Like, you had a white background and a bio, and you could message people, and that was it. Like, the second that MySpace came, everyone stopped using Friendster. Because oh. MySpace, you could customize, you could add a song. But I don't remember Friendster 
you weren't really able to showcase your personality. And MySpace felt like the first place online that you could really do that. Well, I remember when we cracked the code with how to like customize the MySpace backgrounds. Oh my God. We were like legit typing in code to like change the background or like Mm -hmm. make things transparent. You know how like it's like kids these days didn't like know what it was like to work in a factory. I feel that way about MySpace. Like, you don't know what we had to go through to, like, hack these pages, okay, to make them amazing. (laughs) Right. It's so easy now. Not only did we have to have personalities and, like, be creative, but you also had to be a hacker. Like, there's so many layers to really thriving on MySpace. Yeah. You had to really want it. You really did. Every day felt like the Matrix on MySpace. Whoa. Every freaking day. It's like you, you're exhausted and you're like, I just I just want to have friends. Like, why is it so hard? Why do I have to have the coolest yeah. background and the wittiest away message for people to want to fuck with me? And by the way, they're like kids these days having meltdowns because Instagram is down for a minute. I mean, you were lucky if your MySpace page was functioning. Yeah, you know? it was like, always tweaking. It was- so slow. Oh my God, not the, not like, the control all delete. Yeah. Oh my God. Because here's the thing, it, the capability to have these gifts and music and all the stuff that we were piling onto this wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I think, probably part of its downfall, but also kind of what made it great and special looking back now where the internet is like so clean and seamless. There was a chaos of MySpace that was pretty cool. There were whole pages devoted to pimping out your MySpace. Yeah. It was legit, I think one was called pimpmyspace.com. <laughs> there were so many fonts. Oh, if my you had like ADD, it's a nightmare because you, you're you looking for everything. You don't know what you want. You're on there for right. hours, hours. Instead of me working on whatever paper I needed that was due the next day, I'm stuck on fucking MySpace trying to get a cool like diamond-shaped <laughs> letter to put for Sydney on there. It's... Foolish. Uh, so, so wait, you were in high school when you had MySpace. Can you give us, like, the visual tour of what your page looked like? Because you say you were just trying to be cool, so I want to— I mean, it's just so embarrassing. For some reason, my MySpace, I think a lot of people feel this way. Because I remember when I was in my mid-20s and it was announced that the pages still exist, like, all of my friends scrambling to delete theirs. Yes, absolutely. Because there was, like, an earnestness and a lameness— to early internet, like, bios and profiles that doesn't happen now. Like, we were the pioneers. Like, I just feel like it was so overtly trying to be cool that it's, like, cringe. Yeah. Like, you know, feeling myself. It's just a whole song about doing ecstasy. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. That's literally the song. And then we thought it was so cool. So that was one of your songs that you had on your MySpace? I don't. Oh, my God. I want to die. No, no, say it. Don't be. Listen, this is a safe space. I could see it being like a yeah, 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 it's like maps moment. Mm. Yeah, we don't we don't listen to the same music, babe, but it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. <laughs> Marie, what, what song did you have? Okay, so Libra in me is very indecisive, so I would change my profile a lot. And one of the songs I had on there was Khalees Bossy. Remember that? That oh was, my that was a moment. Um, and then I feel like I had like a G Unit song or like Party Like a Rock Star. I don't even know if y'all remember those songs, but. Damn, you were so fucking cool, Marie. No, I was not. <laughs> this just came back to me. My voicemail message on my flip phone was juvenile slow motion. 
but the entire song. So Stop no one it. could ever... No, first of all, that's just Stop hilarious. It, that was like one of my... Alana. Do you remember that <laughs> The whole song. You like it like that. Working at back. The whole song. And so people people would be like, Alana, like, we can't leave a message. And I was like, no, you should have to listen to this Slow whole. motion for me. Slow motion. <laughs> Slow motion for me. Like the way that we approached our voicemail was the way that we approached our MySpace, just doing the most. And the way you said doing the most is perfect because the top eight thing. Oh, yeah. I think that was the meanest thing that you could do in terms of the internet. Oh, yeah. It really put people in a place. Mm-hmm. Like people have, you know, their boyfriend or best friend as uh, their number one. And then sometimes people would put their crush in the top eight randoms that they don't even know, but they talk to a lot yeah. in the messages or leave a lot of each other comments. Like, can you explain how much drama ensued because of the top eight? It wasn't even just who was in your top eight. It was the order of the top eight. Like you'd get pissed at your friend and they'd go from two to three. And they were really pissed because, you know, two and three spot friends were always competing. Yeah. (laughs) Really evil shit. But I also kind of love it in retrospect because everything is so subtle now or something like on Instagram of like figuring out who people's friends are. Like it was clear who you fucked with very obviously, right? Like you could just get a sense, okay, these are this person's friends. That was the original way to go down a rabbit hole on social media is you would you would go to someone's oh page, God. you would look at their top eight, you would click one, you would be on that person's page and then you would click somebody in their top eight and that's how we used to waste time on the internet. Right. It was definitely a precursor to, you know, Facebook relationship status, too. Yeah. You're just going to someone's page and be like, who is she? And it, she's probably in his top eight. <laughs> who is she? She's that bitch. She's that <laughs> bitch and she's in spot number one. I think I had She's a Bitch by Missy Elliott as a song. Oh, like, yeah, I definitely, I've definitely done that before. <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and then there were like a lot of subcultures that really like thrived on MySpace. One of them was called like the Scene Kids. Can mm-hmm. you describe that like whole vibe to us? Because my memory is very fuzzy and I I obviously wasn't in the scene kids, but maybe you were, Alana? Yeah, I think a little bit. Dip my toe in. This was like early alts alternative culture. Like when you think about punks who go to the mall and when pop punk was really big, like Blink-182, Green Day, and then like the emergence of emo bands, this is where that thrived. And it had a very specific look, like the swooped bangs, dark eyeliner, studded belt. Like I had, here was my look. I feel like van sneakers. Oh my God. Yeah. So I had checkered vans or I had vans with flames going down the side. (laughs) Then I had brown dickies. Right. I had a pastel pink studded belt, but the studs were stars and hearts. The studded belt. (laughs) And then I would wear, at this time I was wearing like vintage polo shirts they would be like vintage lacrosse lacoste 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 were you wearing double polos no no i actually remember that i had a friend that did that i was trying to do it ironically though right because i was like alt (laughs) and then i would have i oh my god here's where here's where it gets really bad I loved all these like taggers and graffiti artists in San Francisco that were like all my age. And one of them got a blank trucker hat and then put my nickname, Big Lawn, on it and their like <laughs> tag font. 
Okay? Oh, my gosh. Alana, I would have loved to be your friend. Actually, I would have hung out with you heavy. You were cool. Don't... No, I was. I was, like, kind of in this weird place where I was, like, friends with all the different groups, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Alana, the people want to know, were you wearing a choker or not? Oh, my God. You know those chokers that kind of were meant to look like tattoos from Claire's? Oh, yes. Yes. Yes, the really skinny ones. The really skinny ones and maybe they had a little bead. Yes. Yep. I think I was into that. You had that. Okay, so you were a freak. I love that. (laughs) I was definitely a freak. (laughs) All right. So we want to play a little game. Okay. And it's called Yay or Yuck. You say yay if you're like, oh, it holds up. We could still ride with that. Okay. Or yuck, it needs to stay in 2004 or whatever. So, let's go. Literally ranking your friends, yay or yuck? I kind of like it, yeah. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Ooh, you are toxic, Alana. I, I am. I told you I was mentally ill. What do you expect from me? Yeah. Instead of pretending, I kind of just love something about the early aughts is that like it was super upfront. It's just like, here's who I like today. I'm going to tell you. That's fair. Uh, Marie, you're a yay as well? It's a yay for me. Yeah. Rank your friends. Rank everybody. Rank everybody. Marie, where would I be? Um, well, your sister would be on there, too. It depends on the too. day. But that's the good thing about having a sister is I can always, mm-hmm. well, even yeah. on MySpace, she would be my number one. Bullshit. A cop out. My brother was on MySpace too, so those were my one and two. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wow, your brother was in the top. I was yeah, like, he, yeah. I was like, he was for like, the purposes of this brand building, I don't have a family. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, cool people. <laughs> I love that. Okay, the MySpace photo aesthetic. This was pre-iPhone, so it's like pixelated down. And these pictures were absolutely horrific. We were doing the self-timer, but it's fuzzy as hell. Were you down with it? Yay or yuck? Okay, I remember it being like, for a long time, disposables. I do remember the disposables. You would take a picture and then you would have to scan it. You would have to like oh my upload God. it. I don't even know. How did we do that? Did we? Because we didn't get it on a CD, did we? We did. Oh. Okay, well. There was like a lot of red eye. There were the the bathroom selfies. They had the last night's photos that was like, you know, hipster flash Tumblr stuff. They had the, you know, the laptop photo booth. Oh, the photo booth. I totally forgot. I wish I had access to all my photo booth pics. Wouldn't that be amazing? It's a yuck for me. I don't ever want to go back to that time in my life. Just for context, I remember this specific moment where I was crying over a boy and I thought, take a photo. By the way, this is before (laughs) selfies. But I thought, take a photo of yourself so you remember this moment and you never let a boy make you feel like this again. (laughs) (laughs) That is a yuck. I can't ever go back to that. So yuck for me. Okay, let's pause for a minute. We're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Hey, Marie, I need your help. I'm trying to take a new pic for my MySpace page, but this camera sucks. No, Sydney, are you using a disposable camera? It's going to take you a week to even get those developed. You need Coolpix. A Coolpix? What's a Coolpix? It's a digital camera that comes in pink, aquamarine, and five other gross colors. Just for you. Plus, it has a super unflattering flash and two whole megapixels. What are those? I don't know, but don't worry about cleaning your bathroom mirror. Those pictures are going to be pixelated as fuck. Coolpix! 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. We need to know, how did MySpace die? So I think there's tons of different theories and factors that led to it. But basically, I mean, there was always this kind of battle between MySpace and Facebook. So during the height of MySpace, they signed this super big advertising deal with Google, and it slowed the site down a lot. Mm -hmm. So people got really frustrated. And also like Facebook at the time, I remember that you only got onto Facebook if you had a college email. And so it represented this like really illustrious adult experience Uh. that was like elite and private. And I remember just waiting, like we would be emailing the alumni office, like, hey, when are we getting our emails? Like we need to get those emails. And the second that I was on Facebook, I was like, done with MySpace. It just, it felt more of like that elite kind of feeling vibe. Yeah. yeah and, and like, oh, high schoolers can't be in here. Like MySpace is a high school thing. Well, yeah. And then Facebook, you could put photos on it and then the albums became a thing. Then Facebook yeah. took the hell off. Yeah. Facebook was honestly just like a way better functioning site. It was way easier to use in terms of the design. Facebook was sleek and appealing in that way. And MySpace just became this like very chaotic, cluttered, ad-filled sort of hell in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, Damn, drag me. That feels like you talking about me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love it. I love hell. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I hang out there all the time. I'm just saying for some people who don't have the chaos capabilities that we do, it was too much for them. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of love that it sort of just went away quietly and like didn't go on to like destroy the world and, you know, become a propaganda machine. Not to get too political on this fine pod. Okay. (laughs) Right. right. Was MySpace electing presidents? No, it was not. Okay. It was electing my next boyfriend. Ooh, bars. (laughs) (laughs) It was electing people who was going to get VH1 shows, honestly. I'm Tila Tequila. You may have drooled over my hot music videos, or you could even be one of my two million friends online. Okay, it did do that. Tila Tequila. Tila Tequila. She was the most popular person on MySpace. She was. Like, not one of. She was the number one person on MySpace. Yeah, she was. And then she got a show on VH1, and it was called A Shot of Love with Tila Tequila. Then I'll bring together the ones I think have a shot at love and reveal my biggest secret. I'm a bisexual. Yeah! 16 men and 16 women fighting for her love. I forgot about that. A pioneer. An innovator, right. That that was actually like edgy then. Yes. That was around like rock of love. Yeah. Yes. And what was the Flavor Flav one? Flavor of love. 
Flavor, Flavor of, of Love. Wow. Okay, so it was a whole suite. But Tila, you know, many, many years later, I heard she's a Nazi now. Yep. I think that this is less about MySpace and more about like the pipeline from influencer to Nazi is very clear. <laughs> That's the natural endpoint for you as an influencer will ultimately be Nazism. That's it. You hear that, kids? <laughs> she Let her be an example, okay? Okay, so how does uh, MySpace like compare to social media platforms now that we have today? Do you miss the site or you're like... I'm glad it's buried and gone and we won't see it again. I mean, I don't actively miss it, but after talking a lot about it, it seems so sort of like quaint and refreshing. Mm -hmm. So it makes me miss it. It was curated, but in a way that was just more honest. And for some reason, Instagram, it's just too much. It's like people are really trying too hard. Like in MySpace, you had to try hard just to get things to get on the page. But Instagram, people are trying literally too hard to be cool, look like they have money, and that their lives are doing amazing, you know? Exactly. Like Instagram, this whole like aspirational sort of social media site. Mm -hmm. MySpace, I mean, aspiration. Yes, we were trying to be cool, but we'd also go on there and be like, show how insane or sad we were, you know? Yeah. It felt far more holistic or real. Also, I mean, what's so funny now is thinking about like how all these teens have Finstas and have multiple accounts. One where they can be their real selves and the other one where they can, you know, be presentable to like school or whatever. Honestly, I'm sure some kids did have secret accounts, but not me. Like that, it was just all on there on main. Like you were just everything on main then which I kind of love, you know? Yeah. I feel like the fact that there's all these secret accounts like also breeds a lot of toxicity because people don't have to be themselves. They can just go on a fake account and comment and do all this stuff. But like, I don't remember that. I remember every account actually being a person that like was real, that you knew yeah. or that existed. Girl, you was getting catfished. <laughs> but doesn't catfishing, catfishing almost seems like tweet to me compared to some guy who's going to create a fake account and like harass a woman for 10 years. Oh, yeah. Like that whole thing, like the troll culture. Yeah, we didn't really have trolls like that. No, no. that's what I mean, because you didn't have these fake egg Russian bot accounts. True. The great thing about MySpace at the time is Russian bots didn't exist. Okay, and lastly, I wanted to know what the hell happened to Tom. He was in like everybody's top eight. He was one of the founders of MySpace, right? What the hell happened to him? I mean, I haven't checked in on him lately, but I'm pretty sure he just retired, cashed in, like moved somewhere in the West, just loves photography, posts landscapes, mm -hmm. and is a rich man. And to that I say, you're still my friend. In terms of tech founders, he's probably one of the least toxic. All he wore was a white tee and he had a bowl cut. He was fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like time is still around. He's, he's always with us. <laughs> he is. I mean, I can see, I will be on my deathbed and be able to, like, imagine that photo. Like, that photo is seared into me. And he never changed yeah. it. No, He never, never. changed it. No. That was the best part. Like, everyone else was, like, hacking their MySpace pages. But the founder was just like, this is me. Here I am. That's it for 20 years. Looking over my shoulder like Michael Jackson in the Thriller video. Yes, oh, my God. He did. That's, that's so funny. It's like he put zero thought into it. And I love that about him. I love that about him. Well, Alana, thank you so much for coming on. And really, I felt like, I feel like I know you now. I feel like we need to exchange phone numbers we or whatnot. We definitely do. We def Let's all put you in my top eight for one day. Okay, I got you. In terms of your guests, 
I want to be in that top eight for life. So I'll be checking. Oh, yeah. In terms of guests, you'll definitely be in the top eight. We haven't even had eight guests yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Look at that, oh Alana. Oh, my God. Well, I hope to maintain my spot. Can you tell us where the people can catch you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is at Alana Levinson. And then just to check out more of my work, www.alanalevinson.com. Look at that. Clean and smooth and not chaotic like my space. I love that. Now it's time for the Swag Report, where we break down the latest trends with Marie Faustin. Marie, I hear that you are at a Limp Biscuit book signing at Hot Topic. What are you seeing there? Oh, my God. First of all, lots of backwards red hats, which made me scared for a little bit because I was like, are we making America? And then it was like, no, Limp Biscuit. So very excited to be here. Hot Topic, you know, it's a lot of people with skateboards here and wide, wide jeans with lots of zippers that you can make into shorts. Have you seen these pants before, sis? Uh, the ones that, like, people would walk on them and then they would be, like, real ripped at the bottom. It's, like, real kickbacks-like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those, those types of pants. It's a lot of wallets with chains on them. I see a bunch of people with real swoop bangs. Okay. Now, wait, you said they have chains on the wallets. Uh, why? I don't know, sis. All the wallets have Velcro in here, so I don't know why they want us to think they have money. We know your dad drove you here, bitch. <laughs> Uh, what are people buying? Okay, girl, they're buying spiked dog collars. They're buying fingerless gloves. They also have plaid flares. Now, you, you said that people are getting dog collars or they have dog collars for their dogs? No, they're wearing them on their own necks. What does that symbolize? Anti-government, anti-establishment. Uh, are people coming in groups, like friend groups, or it's a lot of solo dolo folks? Yeah, no one has any friends here. They're all by themselves. This is like a meetup for people with smudged eye makeup. That's what it feels like in here. Okay, Marie, what are you picking up for yourself, babe? Let me know. Uh, I'm picking up uh, some shirts that say Slipknot and Nirvana on them, you know, because I want people to think that I, I listen to those things, even though I don't know any of those songs. All right. Well, actually, now I'm glad that I'm, I'm back at the studio. Thank you so much, Marie, for your swaggy swag report. Thousands is a Spotify original production in partnership with the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sydney Washington, and you can follow me at Just Sid S Y D N Y C. You can follow Marie Faustin at Miss Reezy, that's M S R E E Z Y. We are produced by the Vox Media Podcast Network and Spotify. For Vox Media, our producer is Gina Pollock. Our executive producers are Zach Mack and Nashat Kura. Our engineer is Daniel Turek. Our theme music is by Brandon McFarlane. And for Spotify, our producers are Baron Farmer and Candice Manriquez-Ren. Executive producer is Gina Delvac. Special thanks to Evan Tarantino, Teal Kratke, Amanda Long, Yasmin Afifi, and Leslie Guan. Next time on Peak 2000s. You know, hip-hop, like, it's more than just like a dance. You know, it's more like, like, like an attitude, you know? 